Well, everybody, welcome back to the Drake Podcast of Joy and Gozo TV on this beautiful Thursday, December 10th, 2020. I am on a roll. Three podcasts in a row. I guess I have a lot to say these days. I want to talk to you today about the kind of church that many of us are dreaming of and what that looks like and to invite you to consider being a part of this particular type of church. So first, I want to start with the fact that I believe that what's happening politically with Trump in the white evangelical church, as well as in the Hispanic traditional church, in the modern kind of hipster church, in the Pentecostal kind of fire and brimstone multi-ethnic church, I think there's a lot of change that's happening. God, of course, is at work in his church. But there's always a there's always room for improvement because the spirit of the Lord is at work and is always moving and changing. And there are many of us that have left the evangelical church as the political, the politicized, violent, um, strict church that we grew up with, and now are looking for a church that is that is more filled with grace and honesty, that is filled with compassion for the process of, of people's lives and faith, that is filled with acceptance for unbelief, doubt, issues of anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts, and that is not out to condemn the world, but to save the world, which is very biblical, is John 3, 17. But what's happened is that because there aren't a lot of options out there, many young people, people of all ages, young moms, young families, people at midlife are stuck in these old systems, or they are simply leaving the church as we know it. And so I think what many of us are experiencing is a, a readiness, a willingness to let go and to deconstruct or to simply move on from the church as we know it. Not from the gospel or from Jesus, of course, but from the methods and in many ways, even the message that we've been preaching for the most part. Of course, we've been preaching the gospel, but alongside of that, especially recently, the evangelical church has been preaching a gospel of hate, of violence, and materialism, of politics, and of fame and success, of judgment, and of hate for people of all different colors and sexual orientations. We're talking about a culture that is largely ignoring the gospel, and the the church, the people, are not able to even discuss or to converse with people that are moving on to Buddhism or to Hinduism or atheism. In the Hispanic church or in the multi-ethnic church, people are moving back and forth from the law of attraction and manifestation, including superstitious beliefs, ancestral things, as well as Christian traditions and Catholic traditions. And for the most part, the evangelical church hasn't been able to know how to navigate those topics. I dream of a church that is able to keep Jesus at the center of it all, 
well, being able to speak to people that are frustrated with the traditions of the churches of old and the churches of today, of a church that is able to converse and to understand people, to help people be free from pain and from suicidal thoughts and from hate and anger. There are so many stories that I can think of uh, that of people that young and old, of people that are at church every Sunday, but dealing with issues of pornography and idolatry, of politics and of a lack of forgiveness. And sermons after sermon, worship song after worship song, discipleship group after discipleship group, Bible study after Bible study only entertain people or have people be busy with outreach events and Wednesdays and Thursday night Bible studies while people remain enslaved to their past. Now, there are many resources out there that can free people, but often they are seen as secondary or auxiliary, uh, meaning they're not what we do. We do the traditional things, and that's what we should be doing, Pastor. That's what we should be doing. And so the people remain stuck in the middle, wanting to be free, but they don't have any churches or systems or people that understand. Well, I am someone who understands because I come from the pain of being stuck in the same place year after year, not being understood because I wanted to grow in my faith and I wanted to bring psychological and and human uh, um, wisdom, I guess you could call it, that of course is still biblical and it's from God to understand sin and loss and pain and anxiety. That there is a need for us to be process-oriented, to bring counseling per se to the center of the stage, to bring conversation to the center of a stage instead of just propositions and expositions and and biblical teaching that is just more presentation than conversation. And the church continues to dissolve and to shrink in size and the offerings and all these things continue to decline. But there are many of us who long for the gospel, but for transformation in our lives because our lives are so broken. Our lives are so desperately falling apart. We need honesty. We want Jesus a Jesus who is honest, a Jesus who is willing to save, but to also deliver us from evil and from death and from suicidal thoughts and from idolatry. We want a church that puts at the center of, of its platform healing and deliverance, not in a, in a Benny Hinn type of way, but in a way that is transformational from the inside out, that looks at our Enneagram type, our personality, our hangups, our hurts, our, our habits, and doesn't judge us or put us in some Friday night little group with coffee and a few addicted people, but instead puts it center stage because all of us are addicted. Because a young person doesn't want to be on Zoom or on Instagram all day, but they have no other way to relate to human beings that allows for conversation around homosexuality and around issues of pornography and fornication and is able to converse with young people and old about these very important and very relevant topics and to bring assistance and love and grace and therapy and guidance to people without judgment, without just quoting verses and turning a blind eye. 
but who allows for suicidal thoughts to be a part of the healing of God, that allows for the process of conversion to continue, and that puts an emphasis on the healing and the biblical deliverance from unforgiveness, from emotional pain, from sexual abuse, from anxious thoughts, from anger and workaholism, and who also allows for the positive things of us as people of God, entrepreneurial uh, desires, wanting to create jobs for the poor, wanting to create wealth so that we can bless others, allowing us to be creatives in the arts and music and writing creating jobs for young people so that they can see the church as a way forward, as, a, as an aid in their career, not just another place to volunteer or to make hot dogs on a Friday night. All those things are good. We all need to learn how to make hot dogs. But we need a church community that is entrepreneurial, that is able to create wealth in a way that is within the love of the gospel to help people in need. A church that isn't worshiping politics or Trump or Biden or anyone in politics, but is worshiping justice and seeking to love God, worshiping the one true God. And here's the thing. Every church out there believes that they're worshiping Jesus, but they don't understand how young people, Gen X, Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen (laughs) gentrification, I don't know. Everyone, it seems like millions and millions of people are leaving that church that you love so much because either they want to go to the mega church, especially older people that tells them that they're going to win the lottery and that they're going to just be in heaven any day and that they need to vote for Trump or for the politicized, over hyper politicized almost violent church that says that we need to resist socialism and communism and you better wave that American flag and vote for Trump. The options are, are those, but we need to come up with a third option. And you know, in, some, in many ways, this, this pandemic has pretty much destroyed the church as we knew it. It has brought it to its knees. And I, I'm thankful for the methods coming to an end. Not for the gospel. The gospel will never lose its power. The blood of Jesus will never lose its power. But we have to change the message as well as the method. Not Jesus, but the message that we make out to be Jesus. Meaning, you're condemned. You're not forgiven. You're not accepted here. You're not welcomed here if if you don't qualify, if you don't match these requirements, if you don't check all these boxes. I'm not talking about a liberal church. I'm not talking about a traditional church. I'm not talking about a hipster church or about a multi-ethnic church or about a white church or a black church or a worshiping church or a missional church. I'm not talking about a church that helps the poor or one that helps the rich. I'm talking about honesty. I'm talking about process theology. I'm talking about healing and deliverance from the things that really ail us. Anger, frustration, lust, envy, pride, a lack of honesty about our needs that actually creates environments and really puts it at the center, the ability to be healed of the, of the inner, of the unconscious motivations that we all bring. 
through the power of the gospel, conversation, process theology, healing and community, using the Bible and, and amazing tools that have been developed by many people who can help us understand that, we're, that there's hope for us, that we're accepted here, and that I can change, and that I have someone or two or three or ten people who will walk beside me as I heal. Now, there are others who don't heal in community. They work things out on their own. They can read a verse or two and read a few blog posts or emails that are very encouraging and biblical, and they're fine. We need you to be the teachers. But we also need you to deconstruct your own methods and to learn once again how to actually heal people that are not like us, that don't learn through those methods, which if you look around, it's 80% of your kids, probably your husband, of your friends at work, definitely of the people in your neighborhood, and probably half of the people in your church, and definitely everyone who's not coming to your church. You need to relearn how to teach these new methods so that you can help young and old to be healed from their pain so they don't go to drugs, alcohol, sex, or to Buddhism or Hinduism or New Age or manifestation, the secret, the law of attraction, the universe, you name it. Those are the places where most of our young people and old are going. And then those who are older, they're hiding, hoping that their church will address those issues for their sake and the sake of their kids. Well, I dream of a church in 2021 who will address these issues. First, because it is my story. And second, because I believe that this is what God has called me to do. And there's a few of us that are ready to start a new church, a brand new church that is going to allow for process, for honesty, for healing in the name of Jesus through methods and through and through conversations, and through love, through relationship. And to not have that be just something on a Monday night on Zoom, but to have that be, well, it'll probably still be on Zoom, but to have that be on Sunday mornings. Now, there are some who will say, that's just too much for me. That's just too honest. We want to make room for you as well. This is a, a process that we're going through of, of the butterfly finally taking on its wings of the little worm coming out of that cocoon of that crystallize, I think is what it's called. My beautiful daughter would know. And in due time, that, that butterfly is ready. But even that, that butterfly in its first few minutes with wings, you know what? It's, it's just testing out its wings until finally it's able to take off. And that's what we're doing as a brand new church as a brown new community, brand, brand new, not brown, <laughs> will include white and brown and black and everyone, but a brand new church that is going to be biblical and Jesus-centered, but with a process theology, a discipleship process that is going to heal the pains that we all bring, the alcoholism, the resentment, the loss. Many of you are ready for this, and we need you to teach alongside of us. Many of you need to learn these skills so that you can be the healers that you long to be. And many of you are the people that are the students, the recipients, the people that need this healing, and you are more ready than you realize it. Now, one thing is that these movements are not going to happen in the four walls of the church. And that's exciting. That's going to happen 
online. It's going to happen at the grocery store. It's going to happen as you walk your dogs around your house. It's going to happen at the park. It's going to happen at the local uh, tire shop, tire store. It's going to happen on the run because a lot of these people will never set foot in our churches ever again. They might come to your home, Lord willing, one, one of these days. They will definitely come to an event. They will come not at your church, but at your home. They will definitely come to something that is maybe online or a special training at, quote, your church. But it's not a church service. People will be drawn because they need healing. And guess what? They also want they want to learn the skills so they can heal their family members, their daughters who are suicidal, their husbands who are dealing with anger. They want to receive the healing themselves so they can be a teacher, a wounded healer to other people. That's the Bible. That's the gospel. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to just collect numbers and names on a roster or create or build an email list to send you an offering plate through email, we're trying to actually train you so you can be a leader, train the teachers, teach the teachers. We're trying here to train leaders so that you can go out and heal your own family members, your neighbors, your that friend that calls you saying, my husband is, is hitting me again, or he's drinking again, or his daughter from a previous marriage is angry at me. What do I do? You need to receive those tools for your sake, <clears throat> excuse me, as, for, as well as for the sake of those you love. And this is what we're going to major on in 2021 here at (laughs) virtualchurch.com. And if you want to be a part of this, you don't have to be a member. You don't have to pay tithes. You don't have to come to the four walls of my church and your church and blah, blah, blah. We're talking about training people who want to be wounded healers. You want to be healed yourself. Issues of grief, issues of suicidal thoughts, issues of anxiety, of anger. You might not deal with any of those things. You might be a more traditional person, but you want to learn the skills. You want to learn how to heal others. This is for you. Join us. All you have to do is just go to davidtrick.com slash thrive2021. Thrive2021. Sign up. Next week, we're starting a brand new training so that you can learn the basics of this healing process so that you first can be healed in community with others, with a guided teacher like me and a few others. And then at the end of that training, you can begin the process of healing your own kids. So I want to invite you to go to davidtrigg.com slash thrive2021 and just simply put your name on the list. You don't have to change churches, give money, make a commitment. You are just someone who is going to listen to these podcasts, maybe do an online training with us. You want to learn for your own sake, for the sake of others, for the sake of your friends, especially if you're a Gen Z or millennial. I especially want to talk to you because this is what your reality is like. You have never experienced this much pain and change in your lives. And here we are now, and God has a plan for your life. He wants to use you in a mighty way. But I believe that we have to find new methods and a new message for 2021 and beyond so that when you're 40 and 50 and 60 years old you can truly say that your faith is real and that it changed your life and it's changing the lives of your friends and your family my prayer for you today is that you will be healed and that you will know that god has an amazing plan for your life 
Make sure that you go to davidtrue.com slash thrive2021 to sign up. Thank you again for being here, and I will see you next time.